I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Readers of books, read books. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workingyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0. That is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people, as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic. One called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com. If you, A, want to know if I'm going to write anymore, yes, I am. I'm going to write. As a matter of fact, every month, I'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused, sharp, and on point. And B, 
you want to work with me directly, you want to be able to talk to me every week, get your questions answered, get your challenges handled, and network and build relationships and connect with a community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are, all of that happens in my Bulletproof Mastermind. All information, and you're going to get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com right now. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work. Putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve is yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together to a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, and mindsets, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we are on part three of three of this mini-series on book writing. The title here today, Things You Need to Know After You Have Finished Writing Your Book. So as I told you, there are stages to this. There's levels to this shit. You need to understand all of this, not just the pieces that are convenient for you. So before I get into this, first of all, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text that I send out every single day, free of charge. Everyone who's in my text community, you want to receive that. All you got to do is text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. That's the same number that I'll be texting you from. Hit me at that number and every day you'll get a message that's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. The number once again, 305-384-6894. Now today's topic, what you need to know after you wrote a book. So we already went through the first stage. What you need to know before you write a book. We handled that two days ago. Then yesterday, while you're in the midst of writing a book, now here are the things you need to know after you are done with the writing of your book. The book is all done or is close to being done. What do you do next? And what do you need to know before you even get to this point? For any of you who's still in the midst of writing, those are good questions because I have answers. Point number one, today's topic, once again, things to know after you are finished writing your book. Now. This is point number one. Now you have to sell it. Oh, you thought just because you wrote a book, everybody was going to go buy it. Well, you didn't think that because the last two days I just told you, I just hammered it into your brain that that is not the case. But there are a lot of people who are writing books who think just because they wrote something that the world is just going to come and want to read their book just because they wrote it. And it doesn't have to be a book. It could be some product that you created. It could be a course that you have. It could be a coaching program that you're offering. It could be an X that people can go in X in order to get it. Nobody is going to come buy your thing just because you have it. I think it was in the movie Field of Dreams that they said, if you build it, they will come. All right. That is in the movies. That is a fairy tale. In real life, it does not happen that way. In real life, you must make them come. You must make them show up to whatever it is that you're offering. As I told you in yesterday's episode, publishing companies do not. Yes, you heard me correctly. They do not help sell your book. A publishing company is called a publishing company for a reason. You know what publishing means? Publishing means that the book is done. All the words and ink is dry on the pages and the book is on a shelf in a store collecting dust. That's what publishing is. Publishing means the book exists. And if someone wants to buy it, the publishing company will sell it to them. But they are not a sales company. They are not a marketing company. They are a publishing company. And they are literally in the business of publishing books. Now, we talked about this a few episodes back. When we talked about what business are you in, let me pull that episode up so that everyone understands what we're talking about here. That was episode 1273. We talked about what business are you in? And we talked about it again, episode 2130. That was the most recent one. We talked about what business are you in? So we talked about this topic multiple times and we'll probably talk about it again another thousand days from now. The publishing industry, those companies and publishing industries are in the industry of publishing books. They just publish a whole bunch of them 
They only need a few books to win. And all the other books that don't win get subsidized by the few that do. So Michelle Obama writes a book and it sells a whole bunch of copies and makes the publishing company a bunch of money. The other hundred books that they put out that same year that didn't really make any money. Michelle Obama's book pays for all those other books. Now, your question might be, why would a publishing company even do those other hundred books if they could just do Michelle Obama? Why not just do her and not do all the rest of them? Well, what they're doing is they're prospecting. They are basically putting out all of those books and hoping that a few of them make money back and subsidize all the rest of them. That's pretty much how that industry works. It's an old model and that industry will, I think, eventually is going to fall apart. But for now, that's how it works. Now, as of this recording, that is all subject to change. And actually, it will change at some point. But publishing companies do not help sell your book unless you are famous or you have made so many sales that you have gotten their attention and they actually start paying attention. But they're not going to help you get that attention by making sales. You get the attention by making sales and then they will get involved. The challenge with all of that, and this is a deeper conversation when it comes to traditional versus self-publishing, but I already gave you the episode where you can read, listen to that, listen about that yourself. That was episode 1893, where I talked about the book business, traditional versus self-publishing, is that even if you were to go out and get a traditional publisher's attention by selling a bunch of copies of your book, you make so little on each sale of your book that actually garners their attention that you're not even going to make that much money. And then when you get their attention, yeah, they'll start helping you maybe do some things to help market and promote and sell your book. But there are a few problems with that. Number one, many of the people who are going to help you sell the book are not salespeople. They're not really sellers. That's not really what they do for a living. What they do is get books published. So they're not really good at selling. So even if you're getting the help from someone who's not good at a thing, does it really matter? It's like getting a personal training for someone who's not a really good trainer. Is it really going to help you that much, even though they're giving you all their attention? That's one challenge. The other challenge is even as they start to help you do that thing, the money that you're making on that book is much less than what they make on it. So they are more willing to, they're more eager to help get that book sold because they're making more money than you on your book than it has your name on it. And again, this is a deeper conversation on different things when it comes to traditional versus self-publishing. Listen to episode 1893. You can learn more about that situation. But unless you're really famous or you're able to make a lot of sales to grab people's attention, just having the book alone is not going to get a traditional publishing company involved. And if you don't have a published company, you self-publish your book, then you're on your own and you got to figure that out. And if you don't know how to sell and you don't have a plan to sell, then you wrote that whole book. It might end up being for nothing unless you can figure out how to sell it. The good thing about this, and this is even for those of you who have already written a book, let's say you wrote a book two years ago and you're now listening to this. You're like, damn, Dre, I wish I heard this when I was writing my book two years ago. Here's the good news for you is that when it comes to books, unlike other online content, like a social media post or a YouTube video, for the most part, consumers of books, people who actually read books, don't really care when a book came out. As long as the book has substance that is useful and relevant to them, doesn't matter to them when a book came out. It's new to them, even if the book came out five years ago. Unlike a YouTube video, YouTube video came out three weeks ago, it was old to people. But when it comes to books, it doesn't really matter. So even if your book came out two years ago, unless it is about a current event that was only relevant two years ago, if it's evergreen, then that kind of book, you can take everything I'm talking to you about here and start applying it retroactively to that book. And you can still get the same results. You can still get positive results from this, even though you're not in the midst of writing your book right now. So even if you have an old book that you need to blow the dust off of and get sold, use everything that I've been talking about here. I could have told you that two days ago, but I'm telling you now. So publishing companies are not going to help sell your book. And if you don't know how to sell your book, make a plan. You can even use a book that you already wrote a long time ago, as long as the material 
is evergreen. So the actual act of writing the book is probably not going to change your life in any material way. And again, this is another one that is a bubble burster for some people who are writing books. Just having the book written is not going to change your life. You're not, there's not a bag of money that falls out of the sky. A whole bunch of people don't all of a sudden become your fan just because you can put in your bio that you wrote a book. For the most part, people don't really care. But on the other hand, getting your book into the hands of more people can and will change your life in material ways. And material ways just meaning you making more money, you having more fans, more people knowing that you exist, you getting other opportunities that are ancillary to the fact that you have a book. All of those things are possible when you have a book. But just the book itself does not change anything. They are possible because you're able to take the book and you get it into the hands of the people who need it. The more people who need your book, who actually read it and get value from it, here's what they do. They tell through word of mouth, they tell their friends about the book, helps you sell more books. Maybe that book gets into the hands of and in front of the eyes of someone who has some influence, maybe someone who can hire you for something, someone who can get you booked somewhere, someone who knows somebody who knows somebody that can get you another opportunity. And that's how the book can help you grow. And here's the thing. These are not things that you just randomly let happen, like the butterfly effect. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. You can manufacture all of this if you have a marketing plan. But if you don't have a marketing plan, like we talked about in yesterday's episode, then you're just leaving this up to just dumb luck. And most of the time, that luck doesn't work out the way that you want it to. So that's why you need to go back and listen to episode two in this series and make sure things to know while you're writing a book. Make sure you have a plan, a strategic marketing and sales plan and promotional plan for your book before you're done with the book. And if you have no idea where to start with that or what that even means, join me in a Bulletproof Mastermind so I can help you out so you actually have a plan for selling your book so you can stop trying to figure out everything on your own and wasting away the most valuable resource you have, which is your time. And you can join that university by just going to the link down below in the show notes, which is workonyourgameuniversity.com. So I'm going to emphasize this again. Writing the book itself does not change your life in any material way, but getting your book into the hands of people who need it, that can change your life in many material ways. So this is the number one thing that many aspiring authors believe that is completely 100% not true is that just having a book is going to do anything for you business-wise. It does nothing at all. Only thing it can do for you materially is maybe boost your ego, but that's not really material. It'll make you feel good. You can say that you got a book. Challenges since self-publishing is so ubiquitous these days, anybody, literally anybody can have a book written. It doesn't really, it means less and less every single day, folks, to just be able to say that you have a book. Just having a book doesn't really mean anything. And every day, the value of having a book is lower and lower simply because so many people can do it. It's like saying that you can breathe or you have a nose or you have eyes. Like everybody has them. All right, it's not really valuable because it's, the circulation is so high. So the next thing you need to be able to say is that you've actually sold some books. You actually made some money from some books. And actually, you don't need to be able to say it. You just want to have the money. All right? If you didn't have to say it, if you couldn't say it, but you had the money, would you be happy? Do you have a good day? I would think so. So it's getting the book into the hands of the people who need it. That's the real thing that changes things for you. That's the game changer is selling the book. And usually you're not going to sell things consistently without a plan. Now, it's not going to happen randomly. This is, again, number one thing that many authors believe that is completely false. Publishing companies do not help you sell a book. All right, have I said that often enough? Understand they're publishing companies. They're not marketing companies. They are not sales companies. They will publish your book, which means it's sitting on the shelf at some bookstore collecting dust, as I've already told you, or sitting in some warehouse in Amazon doing absolutely nothing. So getting that book into the hands of your readers is 1000% your job. And if you do this job well, that's when things change. Getting the book into the hands of the people who want and need to read it. 
That is your moral obligation. That is your job. That's the reason why you wrote the book, not just to have the book. Point number two, topic again today is things you need to know after you are done writing your book. The best marketing for your book is another book. The best marketing for your book is not a Facebook ad. It is not having a podcast or a YouTube channel or going viral on TikTok or whatever else you think is going to help you move your book. The number one thing you can do to market your book is to have another book, at least one more book. Now, why is this? Because just think about it. I told you about this already. We talked about the law of inertia here a lot recently. What is the law of inertia? An object in motion will remain in motion or remain not in motion until or unless acted upon by an outside force. In other words, human beings, that's you and I, we keep doing the thing that we're already doing. We just keep doing the same stuff. We are creatures of habit. You will know what something that you can reasonably predict that readers of books are going to do. You know what it is? They're going to read another book. Readers of books read books. People who watch YouTube videos, you know what they do? They watch more YouTube videos. People who scroll Instagram look at more Instagram posts. People who spend 30 minutes on TikTok, they spend another 30 minutes on TikTok. People who are doing one thing usually just keep doing that thing. People who come to the gym every day, they're probably going to come to the gym tomorrow. We just keep doing the same stuff over and over again. The same things, the same way, every time. Even though I made a whole episode about that, I'm talking about the habits that will actually help you get to success that you might have to start thinking about. But as humans, we are creatures of habit. We do this all the time, actually, we're not even thinking about it, just not always with things that are productive for us. So for you, keep this in mind as an author, is that your readers are the people who read books. So if you already have a book and your book's great and people like it, the best thing you can do to help that book out is have another book so that people can get the next one now. They got that one, get the next one. All right, you got this one. And here's the other thing. If you're a good salesperson, you're a good marketer, and you know how to talk about your books in such a way to get people excited before they even read them, they will buy more than one book at the same time. You don't have to sell them one at a time. They don't have to read one. All right, I'm done. Give me the next one. All right, I'm done. Give me the next one. Sell them a bunch of books at the same time. Any of you who follows me on social media, you know. If you've been through any of my book funnels, you know. If you got the mirror motivation or the third day or the overseas basketball blueprint or work on your game or how to play as well as you practice, you know, I'm not going to offer you one book. Even though I'm telling you about one book, when you get there, I'm going to offer you another one and then four more, then four more after that. You can leave my funnel for the third day with 13 books. Now, I tell you to come there for one book the third day, but you can leave with 13. Now, it's your choice, but I'm going to offer you more. Why is this? Why do I offer you more books? Because I know that a reader is a reader. People who read books, read books. So when you get done reading my book, you know what you're going to do? You're going to say, all right, now what am I going to read next? Well, it would be helpful for me and you if you had another Dre Baldwin book to read when you got done with that one. So I'm going to help you out with that preemptively by selling you a bunch of books all at the same time. This is the same thing that you can do. Best marketing for your book is having another book. Now, this will require you going through this whole process again and having more than one book. You got to write another book. That's why that writing routine, that writing habit that I talked about in the first episode of this series is so important so that you can keep writing. Now, writing is not something you just do one time and say, all right, I did my writing for life. Now I never need to write again. No, do it again. Then keep writing, then keep writing and write stuff you put out on your LinkedIn or your Facebook page or your captions on social media or your blog or whatever it is you're doing, your emails, write consistently. Any of you who read my stuff, you know, I write a lot. I do a whole lot of writing. I got a book called Dre Philosophy Volume Zero. That book is 800 pages long. You know how I made that book? I took a whole bunch of articles that I had written and published online over the course of maybe two or three years, and I just compiled them into a book, 800 pages. I'm not telling you that to impress you, but to impress upon you, that's how much writing I do. And that was a decade ago that I was writing those. 
And I'm still writing like that. So the next Dre philosophy, I'm going to just compile more articles from previous years. There's, there's another book. The best marketing from one book is another book. Because number one thing that readers buy are books. Readers are readers. Give them more things to read. Many of you sell supplements online. Number one thing, supplement purchasers, you know what they're going to buy? More supplements. So when they buy one bottle, sell them three more bottles because they're going to buy it anyway. They're just going to buy it from somebody else if you don't sell it to them. So give them more things to read. So I told you about this in episode 2120, that a buyer is a buyer. That was, let me see what that episode was. Yes, the biggest jump in business from $0 to $1. A lot of people didn't understand this concept when I sent it out in my daily motivation text to my text community. I told people the biggest jump in business from $0 to $1, that's bigger than the jump from $1 to 1000 Some people who never sold anything, clearly never sold anything, didn't understand that concept. But you should understand it now because you heard that episode. Number one thing that you need to get people to do is to buy into the concept of buying from you. Once they agree that they can buy from you, now they'll just keep buying. Why? The law of inertia. This is a scientific law. This is not something that Dre Baldwin made up. The best person to sell an electronic gadget to is a person who's already buying electronic gadgets. If you watch videos on YouTube, you'll notice that the ads on most videos you watch are usually for you to watch another video or for a product that is tangential to what, whatever the video is about. So if I watch a basketball video, I'm going to see ads for basketball training gear or something like that. Why? Because we usually do more of what we're already doing. So as an author, the best thing to do to sell to someone who's buying books is sell them another book. Now, you got to actually have one. All right, that's why I told you how you need to develop that writing habit. So there's always something new coming out. Number one product question I ever get from anybody who ever talks to me, they say, Dre, are you going to write more books? The answer is, of course. Yes, I already told you. I got a bunch of books that I just haven't gotten around to putting them out yet. The writing is already done and I already know exactly how I'm going to market, sell, promote them and get you to read them, which is the biggest, most important part. And I will happily sell you more copies. Another good thing about having multiple books is that if any one of them is great and it resonates with the reader, the reading of that book will allow that person, the reader, to dig into your catalog and grab one or two others at least. Not allow, but will entice them to dig into your catalog. So if I write 10 books and nine of them are just okay, but one of them is amazing, that one is going to help sell the other nine. Just like I told you with publishing companies, it's the same thing that they do. And if you have multiple books, you're going to do the same thing. All your books might not hit with the audience the way that you want them to. They may be well written, but they might not connect with the audience the way that you want them to. But if one of them does, that will help sell all the rest of them. Because if people love that one, they're going to come and look at what else you got and they'll buy something else. And understand that the selling of the thing is more important than the actual substance of the thing because people won't know what the substance is until they buy it. They got to buy it first to read it. And they will read it to find out if that one is just as good as the one that they love. So one of your books doesn't catch on the way that you want it to, write another book. If that one catches on, it will help sell the previous book. So to give you an example, my book, The Work On Your Game System Manual, I put it out in conjunction with this book, The Third Day. When The Third Day came out, the Work On Your Game System Manual came out. But here's the thing. I never sold the Work On Your Game System Manual by itself. I never tried to sell that to you individually. I've never sold that book one time as just that book on its own. Every time I've shipped out a copy of the Work On Your Game System Manual, it was in conjunction with a copy of The Third Day. And I've sold thousands of copies of the Work On Your Game System Manual only because every one of those sales was packaged with the sale of the third day. Not everybody who got the third day got the system manual, but everybody who got the system manual was also getting the third day. So I used the third day to introduce the system manual. You can do, again, this is just one way you can do it. There are myriad ways to package books together and let them work off of each other. And good salespeople always do this. They introduce you to one thing. But they also sell you another thing at the same time. So this is 
all part of the marketing game. And there are so many different ways that you can do this. Come into my mastermind. I will help you out with all of this. But you got to get your mind wrapped around the fact that selling the thing is more important than actually having the thing. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is things to know after you are done writing your book. Number three, think about what the next thing will be, quote unquote, the next thing. What is the next thing after somebody reads one of your books or two of your books? Or if you're me, if they read 12 of your books, what's the next thing after someone has read a bunch of your books? What's the next thing that you want them to do? Whatever it is your book is about, think about this. The person who reads it probably will want to do more stuff in that specific area than just read a book. What is the next thing that that person needs to do? Because there's only so much you can teach in a book, especially since most books are usually written in a way that is generic enough that a wide audience can read them and get value from them. So what is the next thing someone who's interested in, for example, basket weaving is going to want? What's the next thing they're going to want? After they read the book on basket weaving, maybe there's a basket weaving course. Maybe you have some basket weaving materials that some arts and crafts that they can buy straight from your website that goes along with everything that you teach in a book. What's the next thing that somebody needs that they're reading a book about something like discipline or confidence or technology or iPhones? If you're writing a book on a specific subject, you should probably have some good ideas for those answers because you already know the world. That's why you're writing the book. You have some ideas about what comes next for that individual person. Maybe you have a course. Maybe you have a mastermind group. Maybe you have a live event that's taking place. Maybe, and it doesn't have to be your thing. Understand, you can partner with someone and you can be an affiliate for someone who has the thing. So let's say I wrote a book on basket weaving, but I don't like selling arts and crafts. I just want to sell my books. I can go find someone who has a basket weaving course or who sells basket weaving arts and crafts, get an affiliate link to where I get a percentage of every sale that comes through my website. And I can send people, all right, you ready to go into the next level of arts and crafts? I suggest this website right here. They have all the best stuff. And you can even tell people what to buy. Buy this, this, and this. And that costs $1,000. You get 40% of that sales. You make $400 every time somebody listens to what you said and they go buy that stuff from that website. You didn't have to create anything. You don't have to do the customer service. You don't have to handle the shipping. You don't have to do anything. All you got to do is refer people and you get paid from it. So you don't even have to be the one who created everything. You just have to be the orchestrator who's telling your readers, hey, here's what you do next. And here's the thing. Your readers will listen to you because they just invested, first of all, whatever it costs to read your book, the money. Secondly, they invested something more important. They invested the time in listening to what you had to say. And if they finished your book, it's probably because the book was at least somewhat good, which means now they trust you. They know I can trust you. So the next thing you tell them to do, they will probably go do it because they trust you because they just read your book and they liked it. So at that point, tell them what to do next. But if you don't have a what to do next, then they can't do it. So you have to tell them what is the next thing for people to do after they read your book. There is only so much you can teach in a book, again, because you had to keep it generic enough. So what is that next thing? This is something that you need to think about and you need to answer. And this could be part of part two. You could be thinking about this while you're writing the book as well as when you're done with it. But your job as the expert, when you write a book, you are declaring yourself an expert, whether you want to or not. Your job is to provide that next thing for your reader. So whatever it's going to be, it could be some software, a course, maybe it's a, something physical they can buy. Maybe it's working with you directly. Maybe it's some group, my mastermind group, like my bulletproof mastermind. What's the next thing? If someone reads a book on topic X. What's the next thing that person's going to want to do? As a thought leader who's writing a book, you must provide this answer. Again, they don't know what the answer is, but you do. That's why they bought your book to get information that they don't have. So be the expert, step into your role and play your position. All this says, recap today's topic, part three of three in this mini series, things you need to know after you write a book. Point number one, now you have to sell the book. 
understand that publishing companies, hybrid publishers, traditional publisher, self-publisher, just publishing the book alone is not going to get your book sold. You have to actually do the work to sell the book. All right, you have to grab attention. You have to figure out how you're going to market and sell it. That's why we talked about this in point number two, not here in point number three. You don't start thinking about selling your book after it's done. You think about it while you're even still writing it. Because getting the book into the hands of the readers is 1000% your job and the most important part of this whole thing. Point number two, the best marketing for your book is another book. Why? Because readers are readers. All right, people who read books usually read more books. And as a matter of fact, I just heard this stat recently. 80% of the books that are sold on Amazon are purchased as gifts. Most people who buy books on Amazon are not buying them for themselves. Like, these people don't read. Not everybody reads. But the percentage of people who do read, that small percentage, small, um, it's kind of air quotes, small, but out of the you know, billion people on the planet, the people who read, they read a lot. All right? They read a whole bunch of books. Nobody reads this one book. You ever go into somebody's house or you see somebody on camera and over their shoulder, they have a bookshelf and there's a bunch of books. You never see a bookshelf with just one book, right? People who read, read. So sell them more than one book. Now, in order to sell more than one book, you must have more than one book. That's why the next book helps market the previous book. And if any one of your books, you got have a thousand, if any one of them is great, that will cause people to go look into your world to find out what the rest of them are like. Maybe there's another one that's just as good. Point number three, think about what the next thing is going to be. When somebody reads your book, what's the next step they need to take after that? Somebody reads something like, for example, I have the overseas basketball blueprint. If I ran a basketball academy, I'll probably target players who want to play pro basketball because I already got the book that tells them how to play overseas. I'll probably create some kind of academy that will help them get overseas. It's not my area of expertise, but if I wanted to do that, I could do that. Or you can find, and again, you don't have to create whatever that next thing is. You can link them to the next thing, create a business partnership between yourself and whoever has that next thing. And every time somebody goes and buys that next thing, you can get a cut of that exchange simply because you brought them that customer that they otherwise would not have had. We call that affiliate marketing, or you can call it a joint venture or a partnership where you get a cut of the transaction simply because you supplied the customer. So figure out what is that next thing people need to do after they read your book, whether it's something that you sell or something that somebody else sells. But here's what you absolutely should not do. Do not leave your reader high and dry without knowing what the next step is for them. Make sure you're telling them the next thing to do. Get them into your world whether they're getting your daily motivation texts like me or getting emails from you like I do, whatever it is, make sure that they have a next step to stay connected. Don't just let them read your book and they're like, man, that was a great book, but now nobody's telling them what to do next. People want to be told what to do. People want to be led. They want to follow a leader. Be a leader. You are a thought leader because you just wrote a book. You're a leader. Assume your position and tell people what to do next. And when they do it, charge them for it. All right, this is business. All that being said, Two things I want you to do. Number one, get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge every single day. Text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. And number two, you're ready to go to the next step with me. If you already read some of my books or you got a bunch of them, you're reading them right now. Maybe you got them on the way. Maybe you're about to go order it. Maybe you're ordering one right now. Here's the next thing you do when you get done with that. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's the next step with me where you can work with me directly. If you like what you hear on this show right here that I do every single day, listen, what would it be like if you're in a small group of serious professionals who are serious about their game, serious about going to the next level, and I do a live training on a specific topic that takes the complex subjects and makes them simple, whether that's about personal and business, take complex, make it simple, no BS, no fluff, straight to the point, brass tacks, and we are melding personal growth and business growth all in the same trainings answering all questions, handling all challenges every single week. It's not like an everyday thing. It's not like you got to be in some Facebook group. It's not this whole chatty thing and everybody's all talking about nothing all during the week. It's once a week. 
two hours. We get to the business. We get done with our business. Everybody goes out and does business. Then we come back the next week. We do it again. That's what it's like in my bulletproof mastermind. If that sounds like something for you, you sound like if I just described the type of person that you are. Join me by going to work on your game, university.com. Join the bulletproof mastermind. That's exactly what you get. And a bunch of other stuff that will hold you over during the week in between those calls. I threw all my courses in there. All my self-training is in there inside of Bulletproof Mastermind. Again, that's at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone, free of charge, 305-384-6894.